Hello and welcome to the Amaze podcast. We've been talking to small business owners about their businesses and how they're managing through this difficult time. How have they changed their businesses and what are the challenges with their current banking? Amaze was launched in March 2020 to make banking and bookkeeping easier for small businesses. Please check out our features if you recognise the problems talked about. I'm talking to Ashanti Bentaldu of EventMind, a company that helps event professionals launch and market virtual event services. I'm Jake Shaw, I'm here with the Amaze podcast, and I really hope I don't get this wrong, but Ashanti, could you tell me how to how to say your full name? Yes, sure. It's Ashanti Bentil Dew. So it's like morning dew at the end. Beautiful name. Ashanti Bentil Dew. Yes. Excellent. And what's the name of your company, Ashanti? Event Mind, all one word. Just give me a little description of what you do and what your company does. EventMind helps event companies and professionals launch and market virtual event services. So essentially, we are helping kind of the very traditional, conventional events industry recognise, you know, the possibilities online using digital and virtual tools if they start to offer some of their services online. Obviously, this current situation is difficult for you. Is that correct? Well, yes and no. I mean, from the content perspective and the kind of um, brand building perspective, it's a great time because actually we're perfectly poised to offer the industry this kind of support because right now, you know, 90% of it has been decimated and they are genuinely confused about how they survive in a lockdown where they cannot use their physical venues, they can't meet in person. And so this is actually a really good opportunity where you have more willing and open ears and eyes who want to understand how they actually can integrate digital tools using online platforms to sell services because otherwise they don't have any other income options really so it's actually been quite good for us in terms of being able to position ourselves as as a leading consultancy in that space but also you know people are consuming more of our content so that has been fantastic and is that producing a a significant income stream or at least one that's keeping you going yes and no so it's starting to pick back up again so we've kind of swiveled to make sure that our main focus and offering is about virtual events Whereas before I was, I think I don't think we were as focused and really talking about you know the benefits of virtual events. Whereas now is the perfect time to do that. So we've started now to generate more leads. So take me through more. What do you mean by virtual events? I mean I've heard obviously, and I've sat through sort of Google Hangouts. I, I went to the pub virtually on Friday with a, a group of colleagues, and I've used Zoom and things like that. But but what do you mean by virtual events? So virtual events can be any type of gathering of more than one person (laughs) um, online using any kind of digital online platform like a Zoom, like a Google Hangout, like a Skype, like a Facebook Live, um, Instagram Live, any 
service or you know product or experience you are delivering as one or more people to other people using an online platform or tool is really a virtual event so you're not in person with each other but you're still sharing an experience whether that be training um, you know teaching learning or a social experience using virtual tools with the lockdown Personally, I've never been busier, and it's great because I don't have to go anywhere. I mean, there are some businesses that are not going to be able to. Some of their some of their work definitely requires them to be face to face. Definitely requires them not to be sitting at a desk. But what you're doing is you're actually facilitating everything else. When's the when? If you forgive the pun or the joke, when's the better call Saul moment? which actually is a better call of shanty. When do I need to call you? <laughs> well, preferably um, it is before something like this happens that causes you to have to, you know, make very quick decisions uh, that are beyond your control, which is everyone now has to start working from home. Um, so preferably it is about companies looking at these these strategies and these processes before a crisis happens but in a situation like this you know now is the time to call us in to help you communicate and organize your team make sure that the team has adequate training on how to use these online tools and how they integrate that into their project management for example how they're scheduling their day and what they're spending their work time actually doing and also it's key for managers to be trained on how you actually you know support your team everybody's under extreme stress right now. So there'll be managers worried about whether they can actually manage a remote team. (laughs) And so I think there's training to be done on both sides at this point. There's always been this thing about, you know, people sit at the desks and they turn up and they're there. You don't know whether they're playing solitaire or not unless you can look at their screen. But do you think that the model will change to a more results driven assessment of people so as long as they're getting the work done this day's targets to achieve yeah i hope so i mean i hope so because i think that is far better for everybody's sense of well-being but even when you think about the bottom line in your company it is based on results right so you should be encouraging everyone to be results driven and if you're doing that then you will get the best from your team I just think that you know I mean I came from a banking background so my foundational training was in um, banking compliance in the city and it's a cutthroat environment and a lot of the times when I first started out you know my manager was just looking out of her window like her glass you know we had these kind of glass partition walls so she could see everybody on the floor and as long as she saw you sitting there that to some degree gave her some comfort that she was in control and that you were working um and and it's just not the case um it's not the case at all that's why you've got a lot of mediocre people uh, especially in middle management because they are being judged usually on whether they turn up to the socials whether they're always in the right place at the right time whether they're hobnobbing with you know the director in the lift and actually when you look at the results that they are producing they're mediocre they are very mediocre so if everyone moved towards looking at being results driven rather than you know relying on presence physical presence in the room um i think they'd see far better results and also as i say when people feel like they have a degree of healthy autonomy and agency over how they organize their day how they achieve the results that they've been set um they they work better they just do i'm really really interested in this because i've always had to work for myself because I'm an absolutely terrible employee. Yeah. (laughs) 
because the, the one thing that used to drive me absolutely insane was commuting. I thought it was such a thundering waste of literally everything. <laughs> yeah. But from this point forward, I don't think it's going to be very easy to be, to get people back into their cars, is it, or onto the yeah. train? What do you think about that, Shanti? Well, I think it's going to be a bit of both. I think there are, I'm seeing online, there are a lot of people who've actually realised the reality of working from home. So you know what it's like. You know how entrepreneurship is kind of touted as this kind of golden goose, you know? It's the ultimate sense of freedom and more money. And actually the reality is it's hard graft and a lot of kind of setbacks and failure. So I think we're seeing now that people are now starting to share more honestly and being more vulnerable about the fact that they don't like working from home. They don't like being so isolated. Um, yeah, it's great that I can wake up and maybe work in my pyjamas or it's two minutes to get to my <laughs> dining table now to work. But actually, I quite enjoyed the breakout area. I quite enjoyed walking to Wasabi with my colleague, you know. So it's I think it's going to be a bit of both. There are going to be some people who come out of this, a large kind of majority who are like, actually, I like office life yes it was a little bit toxic and annoying but I actually prefer it to having to work from home and manage my whole self there's lots of distractions and actually there isn't a clear sense of this is my time and recreation so I do think what we're seeing is a large majority of people you know who overall on balance they prefer to work in a you know location with other people I think this is a really interesting uh, subject because I think it's only gonna um, there's gonna be a bunch of changes that come out of this lockdown not least yes. how people are working but also you know how how we get paid and how we get yes. how we perform and things like that so tell me a bit about your business banking how does that work yeah so that's been an interesting experience so being quite what's the word digitally inclined I opened an online business account so it was really easy for me to set up at like midnight basically <laughs> and by the morning they'd emailed me all of our account details and it was perfect I just uploaded our company details yeah it was fantastic and really easy to get set up and there was like no barriers to entry as well didn't speak to a person once I don't think actually even in the setup process either so that was quite handy and then I just sent the details on to my accountant and that was it. So what sort of challenges do you have I mean thinking in particular about sort of uh, reconciling receipts and juggling admin tax mm. sending invoices and things like that? I think it's just the most boring task ever. One thing I'm good at is gathering the actual receipts, but the actual, like, you know, sorting through them, date ordering them, and then checking them off against, like, the bank account, I find quite boring. So that is a challenge. It's the discipline and the organisation side of managing that. How do people pay you? What methods do they use? PayPal, basically. Do you ever take card payments or contactless payments, things like that? Uh, we have done a few times, but generally speaking, again, because a lot of what we do is remote we encourage people to make PayPal payments. I mean, you can use a card, obviously, to make a PayPal payment now. So we just send them the kind of secure PayPal link and they can choose how they make payment. Have you ever forgotten an invoice? Generally speaking, no. I wouldn't say I've forgotten. It's more about how long it takes me to actually send it to them. That makes perfect sense and you're not the first person to say that. <laughs> so talking about invoices and payments, how are you tracking and sending and managing invoices and payments? Spreadsheet. 
for the most part. So what I do is I have a spreadsheet of our leads and customers, and then I just track where we are at in the process with them, whether an invoice has been sent or not. And then obviously I set aside time to check whether the payment has actually been made if it's a bank transfer, because obviously I don't get notifications of those. If it's PayPal, you tend to get a notification anyway. Thinking about taxation for the business and statutory costs, how are you handling those? Are you budgeting for those each month or does it ever come as a surprise? (laughs) (laughs) gotten a lot better with that fortunately I found a I had to switch accountant but I found one who works more of a as a partner so that she tells me how things work and why they work that way and that helped me organize myself internally to prepare for those periods when I need to make payments this is a yes or no question Mm -hmm. have you heard of amaze jars no amaze jars is this thing they've got on the account which basically automatically takes a percentage from every single payment you can allocate to say tax or I must admit I think that's one of the most useful things yeah uh, so you don't have to think about it it just takes it off which actually I think will make people more wealthier in the long run yes yeah yeah. How has the lockdown caused you to review your business processes? Number one, now I have honed and really niched what services we're offering in the first place and made sure that those align with what the business need is, essentially. So that's the first thing. Secondly, made sure that we're even more streamlined as possible as to how we um, deliver those services. So we use Zoom, um, we send the link direct, we get them on the call, we record the call, we send it back to them, send the invoice. So keeping it really simple and as little friction as possible for us, but also for the actual customer. So it has caused me to really go underground and make sure that we're offering what is needed and we're in the best place to offer it. Because right now there's a lot of people who may have been dabbling with online and suddenly they're offering the same thing as us because they see the opportunity. So in that noise, it's really important for me to make sure that operationally, we're quicker. So how many hours a week, a month, do you think you spend on managing your your, your finance, ad, admin, your invoices and bookkeeping? Um, mm, I don't know. Maybe in total it must be something like a day a month, a day or two a month probably. So do you expect to be eligible for any of the government self-employed uh, assistance? So that's interesting. Um, we are currently, I'm actually having that conversation with my accountant about whether or not um, that would be the case. Um, (laughs) And so she's going to be getting back to me to see if that's true and what the implications would be for us as well. Because I there's a lot of not misinformation but there's a lot of information out there so for example people are talking about can you furlough yourself if you're a director if you're not the director if you're under payway I don't know any of the details of this so I've literally reached out to her and said to her what do I do <laughs> um, or how do you want to work yeah I can understand that um very very quickly what are the challenges you're facing right now and what are you doing to resolve them I think one clear challenge is, yeah, making sure our accounting is in order. Um, and the second one is, it's always an ongoing challenge, but it's, it is what it is, is making sure that we're building a pipeline. So it's helping businesses understand why they need us right now, even in the midst of a crisis where they're probably trying to cut costs um, and then setting up a pipeline for if and how, you know, changes occur, we have a pipeline of customers coming to us for our support. Shanti, where do people find you? LinkedIn or Twitter. Those are the best places to come and find us. Type in a Shanti Bentledew into Google or LinkedIn and we'll come up top of the search. You can send me a direct message or you can always drop us an email.
support at benhu.com. That's Bravo Echo November, Hotel Uniform Echo.com. Ashanti, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you to Ashanti Bentall Dew of EventMind. You can find her on LinkedIn or you can email her at support at benhu.com.